It's the year 20 squared. An unknown virus threatens our very way of life. As it spreads across the globe, it leaves turmoil and economic destruction in its wake. The world governments begin closing borders and quarantining its citizens. Anyone without a job that is deemed essential must stay at home to prevent further spread of the virus. But for some people, the signal never stops. And there are still video games to be played. Lit Gaming Arena presents Terminal News. The world is on fire, Marcus. We were gone. Yeah, it is. We were gone, and the world is fucking burning. <laughs> so, so some shit happened. We were All on a shit happened. Every <laughs> shit that could oh happen happened. And we're still in COVID. That's the best part. We're still in fucking COVID. Is it the best part? It's is the it? worst. No. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, all things considered, maybe. Um, yeah. So. Some shit happened. We, I mean, basically, I fell behind on the podcast. I got overwhelmed. That's my fault. Um, but the world was on fire, and uh, so I, I, did, I wasn't putting out episodes. Is it Smash Mouth that says my world's on fire? How about yours? <laughs> yeah, well, everyone's. Is this what is, they're talking about? Everyone, I think so. Yeah. So, yeah, I, uh, I dropped the ball there. But I mean, there. There, there might, there's going to be a couple lost episodes because I was going through the audio on uh, one of our sessions and like my side of the audio, like I could hear yours was perfect. Uh, my shit was all fucked up and That's like, rare. yeah, it, it like recorded my laptop or something. And it was just like, it was, I felt like I, it, it sounded like I was talking on a blue Yeti to be, to be frank. I don't know where this, I don't know where the blue Yeti came from, but that's what it sounded like. And so basically those are probably going to just be lost episodes. I, they're, they're, they'll still, they'll exist somewhere. Um, maybe probably our best episodes. (laughs) And, uh, so when we, uh, when we, when we, uh, I don't know, have like a form of a patron, people will probably be able to get them there. Cause I don't, I don't feel like those are great to release into the public in the current state they're in. Um, but that's just two episodes. There's like four other episodes, I think, that I still have to put out. Um, and those are all good. So we're all good on those, but I will put them out. Um, but what what the the plan is is we're gonna we're gonna record these episodes, the ones we're recording right now, they're gonna be going out first. So you're gonna be hearing this before you hear those other ones. I wanna get back into relevant news and so speaking of relevant news, partially one of the reasons why we haven't put out stuff, especially last week, was uh, due to a big event. Um, a black gentleman of the name 
George Floyd was basically murdered by a police officer. Not basically. He well, was I mean, murdered. yeah, he was murdered. I mean, I, it's, sorry, it's just the way I speak. I say basically too much. Um, I but just yeah, he wanted was, to he was, clarify. Uh, okay, how about he was fucking murdered? That is that better? <laughs> sorry, um, but no, it's not. It's not a funny. It's not a funny matter. I'm just I deal with shit with comedy. I'm sorry, um, but I don't know it. The everything, everything surrounding this event, uh, I don't know. It's it, it shook, and it, and it currently still continues to shake our nation to its very core. And I, it's just, oh man, it's it's rough. I mean, it broke my fucking heart. Like I was really upset by. It. I mean, and I, it, I'm about as far away from from that as you can get. I mean. I never see anything like that up here. It's just, it's crazy. And so that just broke my heart. Like you, how can you treat another fucking human that way? Um, it's just insane. And I mean, I think it goes without saying that. I mean, obviously we, we don't condone racism. It's not, that's not who we are. That's not what we represent. Um, we definitely stand with the people, um, the uh black lives matter all that we don't we are not out there going oh well all lives matter too no it's i mean life life is important man and i don't think the color of your skin should have anything to do with whether you deserve to live or not that's it's bullshit man see and not Um, that i'm not the person you should go to for political opinions or hot takes on any of this shit but <laughs> yeah but my the thing is with the all lives matter last time uh any of this sh- with the what Trayvon Martin yeah when the when the black lives matter thing first started the all lives matter was a smokescreen to detract oh, yeah. from the whole thing and it worked so yeah. but i think people are privy to that now and things are well I was going to say things are, things are going well, but sh- like change is happening. It's not enough, but people are keeping those fires stoked and they're doing yeah. a great job about it. Yeah. They just I need mean, to keep that pressure on the biggest it's ever been since the sixties. Um, but the sad thing is I, I, I saw while protests were happening. I was, I was watching a stream um, I can't remember if it was a CNN stream or not, but the reporter was talking to another guy and the guy was just like, yeah, I mean, they, we were out here 40 years ago and like not a whole lot of fucking shit has changed since then. So hopefully stuff continues to go in that direction. Um, I think that every, everyone is, it's like an exposed nerve. I mean, it, it blew up in such a way that everybody seemingly forgot about COVID. Uh, so I, COVID's over, I guess. I don't know. It's it, not. COVID's but not over. We beat COVID, you guys. It's like, um, go out there, be part it, of the movement, but stay safe. Like, yeah, seriously. Um, yeah, I mean, and we even had a, we've had a few protests here already. We had yeah. a big one on Sunday and there's like, over a thousand people there it actually i don't know if you saw but it made the front page of reddit oh i didn't see that yeah someone had a pretty funny sign i can't remember what it said but it made the front page of reddit 
And they're like, yeah, our tiny uh, protest of a thousand people. But, uh, you know, every every little bit helps. Um, I mean, we we uh, uh, someone someone that I know from the synthwave community, um, Mike Mendoza of Retro Promenade put out a, a Everybody Love Everybody charity album. There's two parts and it's uh, just a couple small compilations of from people that have donated their tracks to the album and all the proceeds from that go towards um oh, what is it called it's the um i'm drawing a blank now it's uh the 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 national bailout fund i believe that's what it was um and so all the proceeds go to that um and we 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 retweeted that and i um i donated money into that uh for myself and i don't know this is kind of where we're at, I mean, it's just, I felt like we're not the people that pe- that anyone needed to hear from last week, especially. Um, I think there's a lot, there was a lot of that. I mean, there was the whole, just um, to clarify, blackout. we weren't actively participating in the blackout. We were already not, we were, we were door. already, we were already on hi- hiatus, but like, I wasn't like, yeah. So we, it just kind of weirdly lined up about it. So there wasn't really, yeah. <laughs> I'm just not going to let us take claim for something we didn't do intentionally. Well, no, I'm just, I was just like, I, it, cause I was, I was still going I was still planning on putting it out an episode last week. And then I was just like, cause we have the backlog stuff and I was just like, Oh yeah, no, that's, that's not going to happen now. Yeah. Plus it might be no weird. Yeah. Well, exactly. Cause it's like, it's, we're talking about stuff that already happened <laughs> people are like these guys putting out an episode this week and they're like talking about stuff that happened three weeks ago. <laughs> like weird. They're, they're not even mentioning the cops. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do they even, do they even have the internet? <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's a bad situation out there. Um, hopefully it gets better. I mean, it seems <sighs> most protests are going peacefully, but yeah, and then there, there's yeah, some any that of the aren't going so bad, well, and yeah, any of the bad stuff is getting publicized. I mean, yeah, that guy, that old guy that got pushed, dude, that was a bad video. Oh, there was a lot of that. The yeah, oh yeah, in the the that one, guy on the bike getting hit for seemingly no reason. I'm sure yeah. it was no reason. There was like entire like compilation videos of like police brutality. <laughs> It's like as in the is and it's a terrible meme, but I saw a meme that was like I I don't even remember if it was much of a meme, but it was basically just like their their protest because of police brutality and the pl- police respond by um displaying police brutality across the nation. Yeah, like I mean, always the fuck uh, that what's it called the flex seal one where it's like the leak yeah. and then yeah. it's like yeah. police brutality and they're slapping on police yeah, brutality exactly yeah yeah it's there's a lot you know, like people like fucking help but drive by of, pepper uh, spray d- like drive by someone fucking, like died due to pepper spray yeah and, and like uh, people like getting blinded and losing their eyes because of the the the, the rubber, rubber bullets. bullets that are they're supposed to bounce off the ground to and they're shooting at them like point blank directly at people yeah. that's fucked up 
and the, they're doing that shit. like they're like doing drive-bys of that too like just like driving by a crowd and just like shooting out the window like gangster style like cops cops are gangs well, basically yeah basically yes they're the largest gang i mean i mean at this point police forces are paramilitary groups i mean unfortunately we we weren't uh early enough to record but i couldn't help but I, I always think of the Rage Against the Machine song with uh, those who die are justified by wearing a badge. Yeah. Like, uh, they have, Rage Against the Machines has tons of songs all about this shit. Yeah. And apparently, a lot of people are suddenly realizing um, what the songs are about oh, that, yeah. will, that are not that are not in, in favor of that, that uh, what that stands for. And they're like, oh, well, we can't listen to this anymore because they didn't understand what what the lyrics were. <laughs> it's just, just the dumbest fucking... Have I got the it Nirvana pretty... song for them? <laughs> I mean, it seems... I mean, especially like the what the one, the lyrics you just said. I mean, it's fairly fucking obvious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Even... Well, what uh, the other, I think it might even be the same song, but it's like... <laughs> Those who work forces are the same who burn crosses. Yeah. Just relating cops to the KKK. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think if if you want some personal perspective on um, what it's like to be a black person in the United States, I think, and you're listening to a gaming, if you want to listen to a gaming podcast too, um, listening to the recent rated G for gamers episode might be pretty good for that because I listened to that. They, they spoke pretty personally about, um, racism, uh, because Dan of, uh, that podcast is a black person and he spoke pretty openly and candidly about his experiences, uh, growing up and up till now. And those things that have happened to him that he's pushed aside over the years, um, and so he talked about that and it was, it was a pretty good discussion discussion. And I mean, frankly, eye opening for me, because like I said, I'm just like a white dude from Montana. I don't have like any perspective on any of this. I mean, all of that, I'm in the same boat. It's that we've been privileged and living a life of privilege. Yeah, exactly. It's just so, I mean, it, like it's just it's it's just beyond me how um how a police officer could just do that to a person, and by that I mean murdering a person. Yeah, I mean I, it's fucked up. Most I've had is because I had really long hair at one point. My hair's not so long anymore. Yeah, but I look kind of like a stoner hippie and like just walking around wearing a hoodie and shit and cops would stop me for no reason and question me for no real reason, which I could only imagine for a black person. It's got to be that times like a thousand. Yeah. Well, and I don't want to like step on their toes or anything, but one of the things Dan said on his podcast too, is that he said all of when you get pulled, cause he, he hit his mom was a police officer apparently. And, uh, and he also kind of works in the legal area. And so he knows that when you get pulled over, it's your right to know what you're pulled over for. If you ask a 
police officer, what am I being pulled over for? Why are you pulling? Why did you pull me over? They're supposed to tell you exactly why they pulled you over. And he said in all of his years, every, any time he's ever gotten pulled over, he's never gotten an answer from a police officer why he got pulled over. Wow. He always got free passes because, oh, you're so-and-so's kid. But Which, I mean, I'm sure he talked about that, but I yeah. mean, that's a privilege he had. Yeah, exactly. He's, it was always like in his neighbor. If he was in his neighborhood, he never re, he never really experienced it until he got a little older and started going outside his own neighborhood. Um, yeah, it's some fucked up shit out there. I, uh, as it turns out, racism is uh, alive and well in the world. Well, and I could never like this being also Trayvon Martin stuff when that happened. And racism felt more rampant than ever. I I couldn't help but think of the irony of shortly before all that. I remember people saying millennials were a colorblind generation. That's and yeah, not true. Yeah. Well, and I think nothing showcased that better than all those incidents and like the Trump era we're in yeah. right now. So. Yeah. Yeah, but once again, I guess I digress because I lack the capabilities of articulating thoughts well enough to speak on the matter fully. Yeah, that's and kind of where I'm at too. Like it, like I said, we're not the people you want to hear from for this, but I did want to get out there and say my stance on it that we are definitely of the, the Black Lives sound Matter. So like th- this is gonna sound so fucking weird now in like retrospect and hindsight but two weeks ago when we didn't record i was i was gonna shout a kickstarter project that is a uh it, it it's well it, it's already closed now but it's a mega man like game they took a lot of like very very inspired by mega man now i know you're probably like why is this relevant at all uh but it is made by black developers and I actually, when I backed it, I was like, I always just like to see projects made by more, a more diverse pool of people. Yeah. Uh, so that was actually part of why I backed it. And I know, of course, this sounds like, oh, you're just saying that now. But I was <laughs> going to say it weeks ago and I didn't yeah. get a chance to do before all this shit happened. Yeah. And I think I don't know if you've ever said it on air, but you've always said how like we wish that we had we could have more of a diverse uh, crew for yeah. the podcast. Um, well, I think all as such as opinions the case are valid. Or, and yeah, there is a overabundance of people like me. Just yeah, we're uh, white, nerdy boys. Yeah, we're two white dudes. I mean, or at least in my case, white passing. <laughs> um (laughs) at first glance you'd be like he's he's white right (laughs) well it's because my my brother and my sister are are like like as brown as you can be you're (laughs) ethnically challenged i am (laughs) (laughs) because i i i am more mexican than i am any other um any other like group nationality whatever um because on my mom's side of the family were uh, was full-blooded like basically first or second gen uh mexican immigrants i mean not my mom but her mom essentially um so my grandma but 
I mean, my grandma married another Mexican dude. So as a result, my mom is full-blooded Mexican. And so I have half of that. <laughs> and uh, both my brother and sister came out brown and I came out white. So um, I don't know. It was <laughs> and Someone the other day, uh, this just aiding in my uh, conspiracy theory. But someone, I showed a picture of my brother to somebody and they said he looks Mexican. So. God damn it. I'm not your brother. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. God fucking damn it. Fuckers. Inside baseball here, uh, Justin looks a lot like my brother. <laughs> Fuck. I'm never, it's never going to go away. I've never even met the dude. <laughs> Yeah, just actually convenient, them, like, huh? I've never met they, him, huh? I've never been in the same room as him. That's odd. <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, because yeah. they looked at me like and kind of you know squinted their eyes down, and they were like, "Are you Mexican?" And I was like, "No, he's not either." What? Yeah, and honestly, I'm. I don't, I mean, I guess maybe my dad's never really talked about it much, but it seems like he surprisingly never really got any scuff for being like in an interracial relationship for being like as hardcore of a conservative guy he is. Yeah. I mean, and this is once again, I like, I I think the Mexicans don't have it as rough. Oh yeah. It's not as, but he, it's, he, uh, one thing he did, one thing that did happen though, is that, uh, when, uh, my brother and sister were a lot younger and he would like take them to like the store or something. And it was just him. Like he would like people would be like, Oh, where'd you adopt from? <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, like, Cause that's uh, uh, like, I dated a Mexican girl and she commented on us being a interracial couple and it never even crossed my mind. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't matter to some people. Like I know like it, like it's 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 just a thought that never crosses your head sometimes. Um, I know like things have changed a lot in Montana even since I graduated. I know we have a lot more diverse population than we used to, but fucking my my I think I had one black person in my graduating class of like three or four hundred of out of high school. Damn. There's obviously more now than there was back then that was 10 years ago but yeah it's that's what that's what i'm saying when it's like when i say like there's there's not much of a perspective for me to have when i fuck i don't even encounter people anymore because i don't go out in public (laughs) i just i mean i work but i mean i work in a rural area so i don't i'm a driver i don't see people half the time i'm just in the middle of nowhere so i don't i have like very little interaction with the populace of montana these days which might Uh, be just to circle back to it uh that game i backed uh and you guys can look into it if you want uh it's called proto droid delta but it is basically it's kind of like Mega Man legends-esque looking and you're a, a character of color, I'll say, because, I mean, they look black to me, but they might not be for all I <laughs> Yeah. I don't want to just uh, assume. Yeah, make make the assumption. <laughs> yeah, no. But there are definitely black characters made for the game. It seems like almost all the characters are different ethnicities going throughout it. Yeah. 
Well, I think I think we spent about a half hour of the show. Um, but I mean that's that's my stance on the issue. Um obviously you you I mean you're you're pretty much the same same as me over there. So um Yeah, I mean I've obviously like I mean, I think everybody, you know, and and I'm not the type like this is all like I don't have like any paper in front of me. This is just what my raw thoughts are trying to articulate into a microphone. I'm never I've never been the type to write up a speech and and then just say it. I'm not a speech writer or a writer in any regards. I'm just that's just my raw feelings on the matter. It's just it's an incredibly frustrating and sad thing to see happen in our country. Um, I don't to this think day. I would be on the podcast if you shared the opposite. If opinion. I was, if I, yeah, if I'm like, yeah, fuck, I'm the, I'm a racist. Then, oh god, <laughs> don't clip that. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I think it goes without saying that we're 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 not. I don't. It always seems like when people say I'm not racist, it's usually it the makes opposite. you sound racist. Yeah. I'm not yeah. intentionally racist, maybe, like, because I, I think I think you, what you could say is I'm more ignorant. Um, I don't have much of a perspective being in Montana. I mean, I think so everybody said some dumb shit at yeah. shit at some point. Yeah, we're all human, and anything that I've ever said is just shit. I mean, there, there's things there, there's things that people still don't know these days, um, even up here. So it's just it's just one of those things that. Uh, just try to try to broaden your if you're if try to broaden your horizons. Try to reach out. Um, if you I mean, live in an echo chamber, <laughs> hang out with a more diverse cast yeah. of people. Don't live in an echo chamber because um, I mean, you challenge yourself. I don't be, know. I always just uh, like be having... better. Be better. What's what's Melania's thing? Be best. Be best, everybody. <laughs> I just like having different opinions, and I mean. Because especially like a a black person or a trans person or any any part of LGBTQ or whoever it might be, a Muslim person is going to bring different things to the table and have a different viewpoint on something and might even like, especially when it comes to media games or, you know, movies, anime, whatever it is. They might walk away from something that I'm not even going to notice, you know, like kind of circling back to this to Final Fantasy VII. Uh, like people are going to feel a certain way on Barrett that I'm not going to feel or get as a white person. Yeah. Um, and oh shoot, there was something I was going to say there, too. Are, are, you, are you familiar with the term, the, the word blurred? at all not you heard that probably one? in the terms you're using it so it's it's b l e r d i've seen it it's there's a few um there's actually a couple podcasts that are dedicated to that and it's essentially what i believe i i'm just i forgot I, i'm pretty sure i looked it up a little while ago because i wasn't sure exactly what it was but it's basically just black nerd and ah. so they're there's there's an there's entire communities online for that specifically too. Um, there's some podcasts out there that they just talk geeky stuff, and they also happen to be black. So um, I, I think there's one called I think there's some. one called the Blurred Corner. Hold on, let me double check this because I I want to get my facts right. 
I think they they retweet our stuff sometimes, so I'll give them a shout out. Can you hear that fancy typing? Fancy clacking. <laughs> Clickety clacking. Yep. So it's yeah, the blurred corner. Uh podcaster and content creator giving you a glimpse in uh into all things nerdum from a black man's perspective i am an hashtag otaku and my podcast shows it and it's just at the blurred corner on twitter so that's basically that's what the that's what a blurred is there is this one There's time a community of them that i was at a smash tournament and he was an older gentleman but he was black and he was probably 35 32 somewhere in there when I was like 25. Uh, but he came here from South Dakota and I played him in Smash. He he was the best person I ever had the best attitude. Yeah. We were just kind of doing casual matches and he picked Captain Falcon and he was like, I'm only going to throw a Falcon punch. And he beat all of us. He's the best of us. <laughs> <laughs> when he lost the tournament pretty early because he got uh, matched up with the person he actually came here with who ended up placing second and that guy's friend ended up placing first but he just kind of he had such a positive attitude about him and he just went around versing everybody to find out where he would have actually placed which would have been like third yeah guy was a beast (laughs) all right well I think since this segment ran a little long, we should probably actually take a break and then we will come back with some news about video games because we got some big video game news. Yeah. So we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Are you single? Are you divorced? Co-parenting? Married to a ghost pirate? Are you in an open relationship with a sword swallower and a jouster at the Ren Fair? Do you love dating because you never thought you'd be single again? Do you find yourself mindlessly swiping on dating apps only to stumble into people you already know or already slept with? Well, sit back and relax and grab a cup of coffee and share a laugh or two with us. This is Why I'm Single. Please look for Why I'm Single wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember, don't be a douchebag. All right, and we are back with video game news. Um, the first thing I wanted to bring up since we're coming off of our previous discussion about racism and whatnot, um, systematic inequality. Um, one of the articles I found here was that Activism Blizzard pledges up to $4 million to fight against systematic inequality. Um, so CEO Bobby Kotick announced a $1 million donation to various organizations that provide transformative opportunities to black Americans. The initial amount is going to the United Negro College Fund, the Equal Justice Initiative, and Management Leadership for Tomorrow. And now, I'm not going to say this is a bad thing, but they kind of super fucking hypocritical on all this shit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I think there is a lot of that going around too. I'm not saying don't, you know, take their money, but this, like these kind actions and kind words, uh, don't make up for all the other bullshit they've done fairly recently. Yeah. And there's, I I saw like one day there was a whole bunch of corporations and companies that were 
providing messages of support and then immediately we're getting blasted for having like no people of color on their board of directors in any way whatsoever or anyone any sort of leadership positions within the company were people of color it was just all white people it's yeah, like, I think uh, these are companies that exist in other areas of the country where it's not all white people, so they have every opportunity to provide those types of employment and and opportunities, and they don't. Jim Sterling did a great video on this, and he highlighted Niantic for that they actually have been making a lot of strides for having diversity amongst upper level position. Oh yeah. So as much as I dislike Niantic as, you know, Pokemon Go and <laughs> all that shit. Dislike but, them for the dislike them for the, the bad games they make, but not for their um employment their <laughs> yeah, their so, employment practices. I was like, oh, you opened my eyes to this, so maybe not so shitty after all. <laughs> But yeah, I just, yeah. I'm like, I just don't think I can speak as great to it as that video. So I'm just going to direct people to that video for th this shit. But yeah. yeah, I mean, these companies are just like paying lip service for the most part. And some of them have opened up their wallets. Sure. But once again, if they're not you know, trying to change internally or they're part of the fucking problem, realistically. Yeah, that is very true. Um, but now I think I think it's time that we we have the today, particularly the day that we are recording, there's a big, big event in the gaming industry. Sony finally revealed the PlayStation 5, but not how much it's going to cost. That'll come later. Yeah. Um, as the one tweet I sent you said, it, it will be the PlayStation 5 will be backwards compatible with the PlayStation 3's price point. <laughs> <laughs> that was just the best tweet I saw about uh, out of this whole thing. <laughs> well, speaking of, uh, which I guess I'll just hit this up at the top. They did show the box, so we now know what a PS5 looks like. It is... Yes. I'm going to say Astro Colors. It's white and black, and I specifically choose the term Astro. Blue highlights. Yeah, this is... Uh, it looks exactly like Astrobot. It's the Astrobot colors. Yeah. I think Astro is an apt term for it. But... uh, And the game comes... Pr well, the PS5 comes pre-installed with an Astrobot playroom. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a game they showed during this that is just a free game. It's obviously a tech demo, kind of like the Playroom on the PS4, but Astrobot oh, okay. is now... He was, like, part of that, but now he's he's had his own game, and he's he's kind of a mascot now. He's the PS5 mascot. Oh, shit. In a way. Uh, he, he is the PS5. <laughs> the That's, PS5 is Astrobot. Yeah, I can't help but be like, was that like hidden in plain sight all along, you know? Yeah, and the controller that they're hoping people would make the connection when they <laughs> revealed the controller and nobody did. Yeah. But there is uh two versions. It looks it looks sleek in in an alien way. I'm not sure how much I prefer more boxy things, but I mean I 
I, I'm I'm more cool with uh, sleek black controller or er, consoles. I've never been the the one for like two tone color schemes for devices. You but know, yeah, the they more have. I'm looking at it. It kind of looks like a like a vagina. <laughs> I will say this because you mentioned the two models. They have the discless version. The sad. Yeah, but it's um, not a s all digital edition yeah. but it's just an all digital version i will say i think that looks better than the one with the disc well the discless one is more of a vagina than the other <laughs> one because it, it 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 has more of the symmetry it doesn't have like any sort of like like there has to be a specific kind of shape to the other the one that allows discs in order it was, to designed as the discless one first you can tell yeah and then they're like oh yeah people might want to use discs still we still (laughs) haven't fully we still haven't fully conformed to the future of people not owning their own games which i mean we still i mean that's where we are we don't own our own games they can just be like yeah yeah sorry we turned the servers off you can't play the game anymore fuck off So I mean we're already there, but discs give uh, give people the illusion that they own the game still. I mean, but we all know <laughs> us here. We're gamers. We know. <laughs> if you're listening I mean, to this podcast, you you you're well aware. You're informed. The, you're an informed gamer. Having the two models is wise. We all kind of knew something yeah. like that was going to happen. Uh, there were uh placeholders put on a U like UK Amazon that had a price listed as 600 pounds which or euros i did see the that they mentioned they already said that those were um they can't be the real price because yeah both were priced both models were priced the same which is impossible yeah if they're especially in this case with the discless one versus one with the disc drive you can't price those the same then nobody's gonna buy the one without the disc it's gonna be this generation is going to be rough for Canadians. I'll tell you that much because everything's still, it's going to be based off the U S dollar. So yeah, the console's essentially going to be like at least a hundred or 200 more than what they're, than what we're going to pay for it. Yeah. We'll, we'll see on cost there. Everybody's still holding their butts from that one. Wait, like how much, uh, so when the, when the, the, the PlayStation, VR when that came out that was four hundred dollars right was that the uh, price point yeah the that sounds right that's like probably even, right even back then it was because I'm listening to a podcast going through the backlog and the place the PS um VR had kind of come out around the time that I'm listening to this podcast and the guy's complaining about it he's like yeah because I'm in Canada and like a PlayStation VR is like almost six hundred bucks for me Jesus. <laughs> It's an investment. I feel I mean, bad for him because right he eventually he, waiting on that. He and he waited on it, and uh, eventually got a used one. Um, and but the little box didn't work, oh, so he had to send that into Sony and spend a hundred bucks to what get that fixed fuck? from Sony. And then, um, like the day he sent it into Sony, he saw on another website, like on Newegg canada's website or something they put the psvr like the same one he had on the same one he bought used they put that on sale he had like the bundle for whatever game i can't remember what game it was but i had a bundle 
and they put that on for like um the same price he bought the used one for. <laughs> so he kind of got fucked. I feel bad for him. So this PlayStation event, they opened. I can't think of a worse way to open, but maybe starting on your weakest foot was the best. They showed <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five, Grand Theft Auto. 5, yeah, the game we all want to play. Three game, a Xbox 360 game, a PC game. It, an Xbox One game, a PlayStation 4 game. I'm just saying, you, you're showing a <laughs> PS5, probably yeah. not the best to debut Grand Well, Theft because Auto it makes 5. so much money. Everyone's so excited about Grand Theft Auto all the well, time. I couldn't think help but think of how much Rockstar probably paid to have an advertisement yeah. slot that was like first in the fucking lineup. Well, the Grand Theft Auto Online is getting a standalone release uh, in 2021 for yeah. the next gen. Yep, and that's that was kind of part of this whole thing. It's and it's going to be expanded upgrades. and enhanced. Yep, but it it's like when they were showing it, I was like, yeah, that <laughs> yeah, looks yeah. old. That looks real old. <laughs> uh, but the third got- platform. That's just that's insane. Like a a single game. That has lasted three console generations. It's yeah, fucking it's insane. Ridiculous. That's going to be Fortnite. It's going to be Fortnite. I mean, it might not be Fortnite and because Destiny. it's going to be, it's going to be Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah, Destiny. It's going to be Grand Theft Auto 5 until like the PlayStation 7. Yeah. We're going to have, we're going to be stuck with Grand Theft Auto 5 forever. <laughs> They're not even. They're gonna. They're gonna make Grand Theft Auto Six, but it's really just gonna be like DLC for Grand Theft Auto Five. It's the worst case scenario. Uh, Best case scenario is they make Bully (laughs) Two. Yeah. So what? What else? What else happened? Uh, There were quite a bit of first party things in there. So this one's kind of odd, but I think it was probably the first big first party thing they showed. they're making a uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. So my take on this, because it's named Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales. So I think this is kind of like uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. I think this is developed in the same everything as the last Spider-Man, but it's not a follow up to the last Spider-Man. It's like a side story it's a kind of standalone spider-man yeah. story yeah like uncharted lost legacy was dlc that got too big to be dlc or far cry new dawn is a good example of that too and i think this is the same thing where it's like it's spider-man it's more story but it's the same city same a lot of bullshit but so did you did you ever fit it play or finish the spider-man game yeah. Oh, okay. I beat it before everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I just I couldn't remember if you played it or not, because um, I have a terrible memory. I talked about it on the cast. You can go listen to it at Lick Gaming Arena. <laughs> yeah. See. See. But this is how terrible my memory is. I can listen to this podcast and I'll forget what <laughs> what we said. This podcast. After after having recorded the podcast and then listening to it to edit it, I'll still forget what we talked about. 
<laughs> that's how that's how bad my memory is. So yeah, this article that I'm on says that the Spider-Man is the next chapter in the acclaimed partnership between the legendary studio and Marvel's games. But I don't think it's really like a direct follow-up. It's like a 1.5. Yeah, that would make sense. I suppose it like an in-between story until Spider-Man 2. Um, cause yeah. I know like Miles Morales does get bit by a spider spoilers yeah. for anybody. So, I mean, like, well, he's yeah. in there. Like, he's yeah. not like front and center, but he's in there. Yeah. So, and well, I mean, this trailer showed him quite substantially older. Huh? Interesting. I think it would, yeah. it'd, it'd be cool to have a story where Miles Morales is, he gets bit by the spider. He gains the the spider abilities, and then Peter Parker's like, "Oh shit, gotta teach this guy how to be Spider Man." <laughs> yeah, I definitely think this is like it's like a mid stepping stone for whatever's next. And I think the naming convention showcased that. So, with him being older, do you think there'll be like flashbacks to him becoming Spider Man? Oh, I'm sure you'll just play that. No, <laughs> that makes sense too. I'm just thinking about like what the possible st- like narrative will be like. Like that time it I might got do bit the by the whole, spider. It'll be like a noir. <laughs> they'll probably do a whole story thing where you start with him being good and everything, and then they'll probably have some flashback sequences that are whole chapters you play that are the That'd past. Because cool. uh, that that's a cool. common story trope thing to do. Yeah. Um. Then they had a Ratchet and Clank game called yeah. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. And am I am I dumb here? Is is Rift Apart not is that is that innuendo that I'm not seeing? I think it, it I think it's like ripped apart. Yeah, but that's what I'm hearing. That's not innuendo. That's I guess, but cuz that was always their thing. Like it's kind of a tongue in cheek funny. Huh. But maybe they're trying to be more serious for all I fucking know. Looked good, though. <laughs> maybe. It looked really polished. I would hope so. It's the PlayStation 5. Come on. What are we, what are we working with here? <laughs> Where is this? The well, Xbox? I just think some of those games, because uh, Ratchet & Clank, although it had its like remake, reboot, whatever you want to fucking call it, um, which looked good, but that was a more budgeted cost game. At yeah. all points. And even this may be a budgeted cost game for all I fucking know. Who knows? It just is get like, so I guess I'll have to go back a little bit. It's heavily speculated <laughs> that a new crash game is in the works. That would be just, you know, a brand new crash bandicoot, like in the old style. But what do you charge for something like that? Like those style of games and type of games. And you think of the crash bandicoot, remake collection coming out at like 40 bucks or 30 bucks however much it costed you got three full games for that much money like what would you charge for a brand new one of those and what would be the scope of it and Ratchet and Clank being kind of it was a step up from Crash but it's still in that mascot category what what does a what's the scale of something like that how long is something like that and how long would it have to be or quality wise for you to be like, I'd pay 60 for that. So 
that's why I'm like, is this probably a $40 game? Maybe who knows? <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll, we'll find out. Um, and they showed off Gran Turismo seven, which I mean, for people who like that, it was there. Uh, it's not my thing, but Hey, <laughs> cars. Yeah. And probably, uh, biggest thing for me as well as many others, but it's real. It's finally real. Demon Souls, made by Blue Point, <laughs> looks look fucking phenomenal. Um, yeah. Real, real quick, I'm gonna send Justin these pictures because he doesn't probably understand. But this first picture, that's the original. The second picture, that's the remake. Well, wow, they made Bananas. they remade the shit out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they 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 didn't make the health bars though. It's missing health bar. <laughs> this new version doesn't at three out of ten. It doesn't have health bars. No health bars. <laughs> yeah, that looks it, that looks pretty damn fucking good. So, I'm excited for that. Liked the original. I can't wait to see it tightened up and more mechanically in line with more modern Souls games. It looks more tighter. horrifying with tiny eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it does little beady demon eyes looks i mean that single screen's good uh which the games they showed uh it was recorded at 1080 30 frames so they were like the games are technically going to run at 4k 60 so the games are going to look better than the screens we saw and there have been 4k images coming out Af- like after the video showed for a lot of these things, but yeah, that was uh that was a big one for me. I've been yeah. waiting for that for a long time. It's kind of been like heavily rumored, pretty much known. I've talked on the cast about it a lot. Here it is in the flesh. Can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> and probably the biggest announcement, what they basically closed on, was Horizon Zero Dawn Two, which is Horizon Forbidden West. You go to America, you're coming to America <laughs> in Horizon. Uh, I couldn't believe how good this looked. I'm, yeah, and the first game already looked so fucking good. The first game looked great, but it's kind of stammery frame rate wise. It's, it felt like it's locked at 20 frames. Yeah, that's, I mean, with the console hardware of last gen in that launch, that game came out before the... Um, mid um mid what's the word i'm looking for mid generation thing like the playstation uh, plus that's kind of a well the uh pro yeah this is about the same time it was oh, okay about I thought it, three years I, ago huh i thought it came out before the pro i think it was 2017 when it came out um that sounds right which is both the pro and that came out i think the same year okay uh, but watch it. Surely Horizon looked better on a pro, but I don't have that, so can't say for certain, <laughs> you know. But this looks, I mean, it was buttery, buttery smooth. Um, hope it actually runs like that. That's the hope, but looked great. Um, and that's it for first party stuff, at least, which those were kind of the, the big premier ones really when you think about yeah. it well what about what about project athia 
the new Square Enix game. That was uh, probably the coolest announced thing. I would I just, say it, the part it that looked I'm like the tech demo that they showed. <laughs> yeah, the part that I'm hung up on here is the fact that it's Square Enix, and they didn't say yeah. when we can expect it to be released. So I'm fully expecting this to be PlayStation Six. <laughs> I mean, because it's I mean, we just the that's the newest vaporware. Leave yeah, it it's going to announced vaporware. Yeah, it's going to be like, if not next generation, like next next generation, it's going to be like the end of the PlayStation 5, possibly like <laughs> like intermixed with the, the, the one after that. Because like, Kingdom Hearts 3 was supposed to be in the 360 PlayStation 3 era. And look when it came out. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hopefully they got a better pipeline. Uh, this is it's. From it's Square Enix published, but it's a uh, Luminos Productions, yeah. which is the I believe that's the people who handled the uh, Final Fantasy 15. Okay, so maybe they might be and Project <laughs> Athia may even be a Final Fantasy game for all we fucking know. Yeah, probably, maybe. I my my hope is that since they premiered this on like the PlayStation Five reveal stream that Sony's like putting a squeeze to them and being like, you're going to get this fucking game done. We're going to, I doubt it. Kill you. <laughs> God damn. If I you want, if you're a... going to put this game on our stream, this game's going to come out sometime in the next <laughs> two years. I believe they announced a game. This was probably like 10 years ago at this point. Uh, but it was called like, I believe Agni's prophecy, something like that. Yeah. Um, and it was showed at, a Sony stage and that game and just never was happened. never a game. It was never. And I think even at the time it was supposed to be part of the like fabulous crystal Novalis, whatever the fuck the, you know, final fantasy 13, you know, whole thing that 15 was kind of wrapped into before they rebranded final fantasy 15 to final fantasy 15. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was like kind of in the vein of all that stuff, but I'm like, that was never a game, but that kind of had a lot of parallels to Project Athia. Yeah. So it could still be, this could still be Final Fantasy because yeah, uh, that game was, Agni's Prophecy stuff was also like a more, I hesitate to say realistic, but that's what a, Final Fantasy 15 is always considered like the realistic Final Fantasy. Yeah. And like Agni's Prophecy was kind of, maybe part of Final Fantasy 15, maybe parts of it were chopped and used for Final Fantasy 15. So that's kind of where I think both Project Athia and Agni's Prophecy fall in the spectrum that they're probably, they probably are the same thing, but they could be Final Fantasy games for all we fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> um, we also have, let's see. Oh, Evidently, you'll still need PlayStation Plus to play games online. No surprise there. I mean, that's basically the status quo for console gaming. I mean, even on Nintendo now. So, I mean, I wouldn't expect that to go away anytime soon. It's bullshit, but <laughs> it's bullshit. But I mean, what are you gonna do? We've all we've all been trained. We've all been groomed into this lifestyle. Um, it sucks. It's yeah. bullshit, and it sucks. Uh, well, there's for, a Fortnite doesn't require that shit yeah i don't know how they pulled that but i mean With it's money. fortnite money um they yeah. announced a whole 
slew of games, Ghostwire Tokyo, which has shown before. It's by Tango Gamesworks. It's uh, Bethesda joint. Um, yeah, it's uh, Shin Mikami. Shinji Mikami. That's his name. Yeah. Um, he worked on what you call it. Uh, well, I believe he worked on several Resident Evils and Silent Hill. And then what was that game? Evil Within. That was his game. Evil Within. But yeah, this game is going to be a timed exclusive on the PS5, but which I know confused some people because they said exclusive, but it's just a timed, timed exclusive. Uh, Godfall okay. was shown again. Uh, looks great. Uh, this game is, I'm excited for it because it is very inspired by and borrowing basically directly from uh, Stormlight Archives. The, which is a book series made by Brandon Sanderson. So very, very inspired by to the point of ripping off, which is the same that could be said about the Souls-like games and Berserk. <laughs> so that game looks good. It's, you know, combat fo- focused, like yeah. hack and slash looter. Looks good. Um, Hitman 3. Yeah. That was I, announced. Hitman 3. Kind of shocking. That for that one, uh, NBA 2K21. Who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, that's. I saw that. I saw that. I didn't even pull that news. I didn't even pull that headline. <laughs> I was just like, I'm. Who gives a shit about NBA? I mean, the game. Not so people. People like was, basketball, uh, but like sports games. Come on, get out of here. <laughs> and then there was uh, Death Loop, which is another of these timed exclusives but that's another bethesda joint made by our arcane studios it's their next game this debuted last year at some point i can't remember specifically when looks great that's you know got some weird time loop shit going on who knows what it's really is still but i'm excited because arcane made uh dishonored and uh what is it called prey so they oh, okay. have a pretty good track record when it comes to Bethesda immersive sim games. Probably the this one was super exciting. Uh, at least these games, bo- both these games, uh, but they're by a publisher I love. But Resident Evil Village, you see they got that V-I-I-I, it's V-I-L-L. <laughs> oh, that's, that's clever. Yeah, so Resident Evil 8, as it is, looks great. Um, Looks like a big shift in direction because, I mean, it's in first person like seven. Sounds like, yeah. you know, they've done trilogy on trilogy. So, you know, like the original Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3 have a specific look and feel of kind of puzzle solving. And then 4, 5, and 6 were the action oriented ones. And then 7, 8, and 9 will likely be these first person things. Um, but they're. Resident Evil is an annualized franchise at this point, which yeah. I'm really enjoying. Um, Resident Evil also just recently is now Capcom's highest selling franchise, crossing the hundred million sales. Holy shit. <laughs> For I mean, wow. that's the whole franchise, which is a lot of fucking Resident Evil games, but Yeah. But congrats. Hey, that's that's I, pretty cool. Um, but the thing that seemed like a big departure or shift in this is I could swear. In the trailer, I swear I saw a werewolf, a motherfucking werewolf. Oh shit! So 
and uh, I believe, yeah, Chris Redfield was featured in the trailer as well. So, you know, I love my boy Chris. I love both Chris and Leon. They're my boys. So, um, and it seems like you do play as Ethan, who was the main character from the last game. So pretty excited if you enjoyed Resident Evil 7, you'll probably like whatever the fuck this is going to be. It looks like it looks like they're kind of doing the same thing that the older Resident Evils did, where you go from like first Resident Evil was mostly focused on the mansion. You're in a house, you're single setting, single location. And then Resident Evil 2 kind of expanded beyond that. And that looks like what this is doing, where the Resident Evil 7 was mostly the house. And then this looks like you're going beyond just a house. Uh, looks great. And Pragmata, I believe I'm saying that right. This game just looked all kinds of fucking weird. I don't even know how to describe it exactly, but it's Capcom and it looks great. <laughs> um, and that was kind of all the uh, third party stuff, like big third party games. But there was a slew of indie games, which you don't really get. Wait, did you say the Little Big Planet game? That's apparently, well, I don't see that in my list, but I guess that would have been a first party title probably. I think that's a first party. Pretty sure. Let me check here because I pulled that um, one. It was a yeah, that, little big like planet sack boy or a little big planet sack boy, a big adventure. Yeah. Um, that one's not listed in Sumo the, Digital. Interesting. So it's a different dev than um I want to say Quantum Dream, but I know that's wrong. Uh yeah, those the people who made dreams. Yeah. Dreams, mod nation, racers, and all that. So this is a different team handling the IP, it seems, but still uh, it's a Sony joint, so yeah, look, look pretty good. I mean, I don't know what. Yeah, you, those guys are too busy on dreams like, anyway. So well, and like dreams even was a budgeted game, so I could assume this Sackboy game is also kind of a budgeted thing and not gonna be like a full sixty dollar game because once again, what do you charge for something like that? Yeah, like a platforming adventure game, like unless you got brand recognition like that Mario brand recognition, you're not going to get away with making a platforming game and charging 60 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> not, not in today's age, unless you're Nintendo. Yeah, but there was a, a lot of these indie games that were shown, um, which, uh, shoe, he showed a lot of, like he was kind of showing those off. Cause I know this is where he shifted to. Um, yeah, there was, uh, bugs knacks. It was a weird bug looking game. It's from the, from young horses who made Octodad. So it's looked like another one of those. Oh, okay. Kinda... Those like weird physics-y, yeah. like frustrating type of weird controlling just, games. I don't know if frustrating in this case, but it looked like it just, it was thinking about how things move. Yeah. Uh, Goodbye Volcano High from Co-op, a cinematic narrative game that touches on love, friendship, and self-realization in the final days of civilization uh looked kind of like a what's it, like a cartoon kind of thing jet the far the far shore from super brothers plus pine scented yeah a lot of these weird indie titles uh kenna bridge of spirits from ember labs that game looked good a story-driven action-adventure game combining exploration and discovery with fast-paced combat. See, that sounds great. That sounds that sounds amazing. Yeah. The, it, it looked kind of like a Pixar-y type art style game. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's looked 
interesting, you know, all probably all everything shown. I'm gonna keep my eye on at least. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the price point. That's all I care about right now <laughs> for the PlayStation. Yeah, I mean that's the that's gonna be the thing. the make it or break it whether I'm gonna buy it when it when it launches or not. Probably, and I hesitate to put this one in the indie category, but I guess it's indie in some weird, bizarre way. But they showed off Oddworld Soulstorm. So new Oddworld entry huh. where it looks like you're back to Abe. It's but possibly a follow an indie up to Abe game. story. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Kind of weird. <laughs> Look, yeah, I'm like excited to see what my boy Abe's up to these days. Uh, the Pathless. It's an Annapurna slash giant squid game. Uh, Stray. It's another Annapurna thing. A lot of Annapurna stuff. That's Annapurna published and Blue 12 Studio for Stray. You play as like a cat that's in a future time. Like everything's run by drones, but you're a cat. Look great. <laughs> Solar Ash from Heart Machine slash Annapurna. Now this game, this game. Now Heart Machine, they made Hyperlight Drifter. This looked like a 3D Hyperlight Drifter. <laughs> Uh, but I'm excited for that, too. So a lot of good stuff. I think Grand Theft Auto V was, like I said, the weakest announcement. But I mean, I know people are going to definitely care and want that game there. And it was always going to be there because it's still played a lot. But I don't know if they it even needed a spot in this showcase, to be honest. But I guess they had kind of said, like, oh, we've always had a good relationship with Rockstar. So I guess that has something to do with it and that money getting paid <laughs> yeah it was a it's a good showcase at least i mean we got to see the console it like i kind of wish xbox did their thing like this because this kind of gave you a little bit of everything where xbox was more of a drip feed of like here's the box and then it was like here's a bunch of indie slash third party titles coming to the series x and then they're like we're gonna have a big like first party showcase in july and probably announce price point and pre-orders and all that bullshit but i don't know we got kind of a nice like as much as i hate the term but it was a good vertical slice of everything the ps5 is going to offer up front and it was a good like lengthy showcase for all of it yeah yeah that Unless it made you feel like a big piece of shit <laughs> i just think the reception of this was better than Oh, that Xbox oh showcase for sure. Was they basically abysmal. they saw what the Xbox One did and they're like, okay, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which it'll I be mean, interesting though, to see what Xbox does now. But I don't know. I think it's. I think we're going to see some back and forth before the consoles come out. We still have several months yeah. to wait. So I mean, I don't think Xbox has been doing bad. Um, the messaging on both consoles seems you know, varying from one another. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation has been like PS five is for PS five games. Like, th like none of these PS five games that they've shown are going to be like on the PS four. So it's like, don't expect to play Godfall on the PS four. Probably don't expect to play Jack boy adventure on the <laughs> no horizon zero Dawn two on the PS four where Xbox has been like, Hey, all first party titles with released within the first year are going to be both Xbox one and series X titles. And they've been like very open about how the backwards compatibility works, where PlayStation is still like, we're in the dark on 
backwards compatibility. Yeah. So who knows? I do think that it might be a case by case base. It, they're definitely going to be, I think they got to build a library out the same way Xbox did for the 360 and just slowly patch games through. And some publishers might not want their game patched through. They might want to sell a separate SKU. That's a PS5 SKU. And that's, they're at liberty to do that. Yeah. Is what I think to, to truly be backwards compatibility. I mean, the same way like PS3 was initially was just to be like, we shoved a PS2 in there. Yeah. Based, yeah. So, <laughs> so I think it would be the same way this time around to be like, we shoved a PS4 inside a PS5, which I mean, at a certain point it just becomes impractical cost wise. I mean, even yeah. when they eventually chopped the backwards compatibility out of the PS3, removing that EE chip shaved $100 off the cost and brought it down to like 500 I think at that point it was like about four or 500 somewhere in yeah. there instead of the 600 it launched at. It was a spendy-ass console, that's for sure. Yeah, and I mean, price point and all that was like the early adoption, the titles that were already launching on the 360 360 had a whole year head start on the ps3 so and then launching the ps3 at 600 bucks it was just that like final nail in the coffin even though on the whole ps3 eventually caught up but it was a really rough start that first i would say two years of that console life where there was not anything going on yeah and they like I mean, also weirdly didn't launch with a dual shot controller. That was another weird thing. We're like, oh yeah, yeah we have the six with axis. The six axis. They thought Rumble was dead. It's not. And then Rumble the switch now. If anything, where it's like <laughs> HD Rumble. Yeah, and if anything, Rumble is it, it's for the weight of the controller too. <laughs> like I'm sure like people may might notice if Rumble's not there, but like if you pick up a controller without the Rumble, it doesn't have like the weights in there that spin to cause the rumble yeah like you're just like yeah you're you're just like man this controller feels like a light plastic hunk of shit <laughs> which well, yeah, i mean I there's literally say, no I difference have a six axis somewhere and it is it's light it's yeah, like way it's too light a weird controller it's like you like went to like oh this is a this is a play school controller this is for babies because <laughs> it's it feels so light you can't those bludgeon new, somebody those with new it. sony ones look pretty heavy they do. They look hefty. I mean, just a physical appearance. They look. They look kind of like some chonky controllers. I'm excited. I want to feel one. They I look because that's gonna really tip me. I I think they look. I I like the the form factor of them. Um, not so much the two tone like is same with the console, but I mean that it is what it is. Um, I mean it's but, not gonna be. Like, I think the two-tone opens them up to better customs, to oh, be honest. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they'll but probably be, like, one of be, the... Like, does does do they do, like, the same thing as Xbox, where they have, like, that design thing where you can just, like, order well, your own custom controller? Cause that'd probably be, not that far. <laughs> well, I would Xbox hope. can do that only because the factories that make those are in the U.S., yeah, so it's get, yeah, that's cheap true. to do that, at least in the U.S. I don't know... I don't know if they can order those outside of the U.S., as far as I know. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I don't know about that. Yeah, I guess that would well, make sense, though. Yeah, so I'm like, Sony, if they did it, it would be like, well, we're making them yeah. in, Here in China, China we have Japan, to so. ship them in. Yeah, that. Yeah, I can see that being a problem. Um, 
But yeah, I I, I like been, the look of had those controllers. Pretty good clip of colors though. Yeah, they've always been good about that. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, like like we've said before, it looks like they kind of took some design notes from the Xbox controller form factor and also the uh this Nintendo Switch Pro controller, which I mean, I feel like are kind of like the superior form factor for a controller. Um, whether the D pad and analog compromise. stick are 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 swapped, um, that's I guess up to each individual. I mean. I've we, mm-hmm. we've discussed this multiple times on the show, like my preferences on a controller and and other people's. So <laughs> we don't need to go into that again. But um, at yeah, least I holding think, it uh, in your hand, it looks comfortable as hell. Yeah, that will be the tipping point is like holding this thing and seeing what it actually feels like. Yeah. And I think even design wise, it's still while looking more in the space of the like uh, Nintendo Pro controller or the 360 controller or Xbox One controller, whatever you think, it still looks uniquely PlayStation and it still reads as a PlayStation controller to me because the analog stick setup and everything, even the design of the triggers and all that. Yeah. And the touchpad. Big big old touchpad. Yeah, pad. big touchpad. Still got that. Got the map button. <laughs> big map button. Well, and even kind of the light bar in a way. It's not like a light bar in the front, but it looks like it's got the light up around the touchpad so yeah what i think is funny is when people are making a big deal about the create button as opposed to the share button which i mean i feel like that's just a different way of just saying share <laughs> really in a way i don't know uh, all that stuff is i'm sure kinda, there's there's probably going to be I'm some still new used features. to start and select i know that's and that's what i always say too and even like my son the other day he was playing a game and i was saying start and select and i was like you press start and he's like what start yeah because it's just because <laughs> it's options and yeah. share and on, on the, the X- playstation controller yeah and it's three and, lines and two windows on the xbox yeah controller. yeah i'm like is, yeah is it the is it the hot is it the hamburger or is it the the, the fucking what shit is it, yeah, it's the tabs button yeah i know <laughs> the xbox one is weird those are the one those are the weird ones but yeah i just like i just default always just start and select is just years I mean, and that's years what we of, had grown up yeah years and years of gaming <laughs> having that same and even i get which i guess is even weirder for me because i mean i had like obviously i had the super nintendo but then i had um the Nintendo 64 and then I went to Xbox which didn't that did that even have start select or is that something else and they have the black and white well that was that was like Xbox. the that was what became the bumpers although the black and white became the bumpers yeah because I they did just L and R became the bumpers no because the um they didn't have they they had L1 they had L and R and then those are that those are just that that's always been the triggers and they had okay, so there they were six like the, there were six front facing buttons like the Sega It's been too long since I've held an Xbox controller. <laughs> I just thought they were like always had essentially the bumpers, which I'm still not used to calling those bumpers. I always just call them like L and R and then yeah. the triggers are L one, L two L two and R two. Yeah. Because Sony kinda beat everybody to the punch on that. Yeah, yeah, the then, Xbox, I mean, original Xbox controller didn't have that. They just had a left trigger and a right trigger, and then they had uh, six face buttons, which was well, weird because it was just like... Nintendo had the Z button. Yeah. yeah and be- even the Switch buttons are called Z, L, and oh, ZR. Fine, the Switch buttons. <laughs> yeah, so the... 
And the, the the Xbox one was weird too because like you had the six or you had the four full size X uh, uh, XB or AX ABXY, um, and then you had the the white and black, and they were smaller buttons, and they weren't lined up perfectly with the other buttons like how they were would have been on um, like a Genesis controller that had the six buttons. Uh, but it looks like looking at the controller, the original Xbox did have start and select. So I guess that that checks out my case because I was like, I don't like, did I even use a lot of like start and select? Because I didn't have any PlayStation consoles growing up. And that's like the de facto start and select. <laughs> uh, what did the 360 have? I think they had start and select as well. Let me, let me look here. Let me take a look. See. Um, I think even the PS3 had start select. It wasn't until okay, that's this useless. That's current a tiny gen where they fucked everything up. That's not big enough to see. I'm trying to like look at these pictures and they're like, oh, what's zoom? I don't know what zoom is. I'm not going to zoom in on a picture. You know, long it yep, took they, me. Oh, they have a uh, shit. Uh, 360 was start and back. Oh, right, right. I forgot it was called back. I was still called it select. It's the same shit. Yeah. It, Rally it is. But yeah, it was a start and back. Well, now it's like the map button's kind of the start button on PlayStation, at least. <laughs> yeah. There is there no isn't... select button anymore, really. Yeah, there really... I mean, the select button, I think, is what became the share button on the PlayStation. Yeah, it just... I mean, I, I feel more the apps thing that select became was the... Uh, like Xbox button or PlayStation button. I feel that's more what it evolved into. And then they were like, what does select do? You never needed it anymore. Well, okay, so... It used to move the cursor on the start screen. I don't know why there's, like, not better sized pictures of these. So, yeah, when the I PlayStation has, some like... really old games, it throws me off when I have to hit select to move the cursor down to pick the different mode I'm on. So I, I think I have it here that the the map the map button, the touchpad, that's Z. That's the Z button. That's weird. Because the the PlayStation has the share button and it has the options button on either side of the touchpad. Yeah. And then the middle, that has to be Z, right? <laughs> it has to be Z. <laughs> but it's that touchpad is it's it's, it's like, multiple. It's it's A yeah, through Z. I was Z. gonna say it's it can it you can, can it can be whatever they you want it to be on the sides. It's a magic of button. Where you tap. <laughs> I've had games where it's like tapping on the right side does one thing and tapping on the left side yeah. does a completely different thing. And that's that's cool. I like how that can be adaptable for certain games. Um it's just man using it for like the things where they're like, "Oh yeah, type with this. That that'll be cool." And nope. <laughs> but yeah. For certain gestures it might work out, through. but like like yeah, tapping like left and right can work pretty good where you like it's simple swipes just can be the Vita. They wanted to match the Vita, which had the touchpad on the back. So they were like, we need something so we can port those games across. Yeah, exactly. Now what I find interesting about the 360 or not the 360, the Xbox series X controller is it looks, I can't, you can't tell in these pictures if that Xbox, like what we know as the Xbox button is that a button? Oh, it's definitely a button. You think so? It's all, everything's a button. Everything's a button. Because the only side profile picture I can find of it, it's kind of blurry. You don't see whether it can be pushed or not. It looks pretty flush with the controller. L3 and R3 threw me off for 
ever. <laughs> oh, the click. Yeah. Clickety clacks. I mean, you use it all the time. It's second nature now, but yeah, that's like a fairly recent thing. See, now that the, the Xbox Series X controller, so they, they still have your L, L1 and 2 and R1 and 2. They have your D-pad and your uh, maybe the Xbox button, but then there's like there's the 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 tabs button and the the lines button, um, and then in the middle you have um like a weird box with an up arrow, which I can only to me that looks like a share button. It's probably so they're probably they're finally they're 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 sent they're finally adding a share button to the Xbox controller. But that's we're getting deep in the controller talk. We should probably move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. But uh, what what anything else uh, PlayStation wise? Um, I don't know. I mean, um, before we move on, I'm excited. To That's rest. about it. Yeah, just gotta wait. Still just waiting. waiting, waiting until the next generation. I'm glad we got something because I feel like I've just been waiting around been for chomping at the bits for something. Yeah, anything. And I mean, this is the week that everything should have been going down, but there's no E3. Yeah, just games industry has been like constipated for a while i mean yeah i'm arguably which is like i i'm i'm i love sony i love sony and all the sony shit but i'm always like what's nintendo up to yeah exactly they're always there was the the dark horse you don't know what they're doing we know they got shit and they got shit planned for this year but ain't nobody seen anything yeah then they're like oh yeah no directs we're not we're not a talking million about games it. that are MIA, and it's like, where is that shit? Where are my games Paper at, Mario, Nintendo? Out of fucking nowhere. Where are they at, Iwata? Stop hiding <laughs> the games. R.I.P. <laughs> it's <God. laughs> it took it's not even the president anymore. He's died for years. <laughs> Jesus, Justin, I know. how behind are you? <laughs> he took them all to his grave. <laughs> oh, God. That's where they are. That's why they're that's why they're having issues because they're like, oh man, all those games that we planned uh years in advance, they're he took them. He took them. <laughs> it was in his will that they had the, all the source code had to be buried with him. <laughs> that's unfortunate, man. <laughs> uh Reggie took the other half when he left. Yeah, Reggie took the and now you have Bowser in control. <laughs> it's a recipe for yeah. disaster. They got shit. It's I mean, they even said, like, hey, we got stuff coming out but but we're not gonna tell you when it's don't expect to see it until it's here yeah um all right well let's uh let's blaze through some other quick headlines and then all right do some some other recording um let's see new borderlands 3 bounty of blood dlc gameplay revealed yeah i didn't watch that i mean i'll play it when i play it yeah that's coming out later this month hasn't been great so far so unsurprising <laughs> but i'm a yeah. i'm not a borderlands guy so um controls coming to next gen consoles surprising nobody yeah um, it'll run better there it doesn't run great as is some ea games have made their way to steam because i mean as i think we've yeah, mentioned it before that all access was coming to steam or i don't know if we've mentioned yep. it but um, you play Dragon Age two on there now. Yeah, Mass Effect three, Battlefield five, Battle uh, Battlefront two are all on Steam now. What about that new Command uh, and Conquer? Well, not new, but, but the Command and Conquer know, remastered. Yeah, I that's on there, right? I don't. It's gotta be. I don't know if it is or not. 
hear it's good. I hear it's really I hear, good. Yeah, I hear really good things. I got. I really got to get that so I can play it because, goddamn, only twenty bucks. Right? So that's yeah. That's that reasonable. was really surprising when I found out it was twenty bucks. I'm like, holy! Like I was expecting, like this got to be forty bucks. I mean, <clears> it's <throat> probably worth forty bucks. But, like I know, like you know, Command and Conquer, I'm not saying no to twenty. Yeah, like I know Command and Conquer and the original Red Alert are really fucking old, but still. But yeah, I really gotta check that out. I mean, if anything, for the remastered music. Hell yeah. Getting Frank Lepacky back on board to re-record some shit. That's awesome. And then the fact that like there's a, a fan-made like fake installer and they um acquired the rights to use that in the game. They, they know what's up. Yeah. Everybody was like, that's the coolest. <laughs> it's weird. Like, seeing good moves being pulled by EA. They're climbing their way back up from the pits of despair. Um, well, slowly I think they're but surely. finally doing what they should have been doing all along and being like, hey, trust the devs with the game and you yeah. just are the wallet. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, that's, that's generally, I mean, it seems to be like if you get a group of people that are really passionate about a certain game together, they're going to produce and people are going to love it and they're going to throw their money at you. Um, but I if mean, you treat it like a I sweatshop. Hope this just, I hope this drums up like like i hope enough people buy this command and conquer thing that they're like oh maybe we should put out a new command and conquer yeah you know that, maybe we should do a good command and conquer one that doesn't suck not a cell phone one <laughs> or remaster command and conquer 2 or not command or red alert red 2 red alert 2 god damn i love that fucking game so much um, i mean i think that would be the next move is be yeah. like we're do- redoing Red Alert 2 and Yuri's. Yeah. And maybe Tiberian Sun. Yeah, like Tiberian Sun and, and Yuri's Revenge and, and Red Alert 2 all in the same package. That'd be pretty... Because those, those same 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 as like the first two sets use the same engine. So you could... I think that's <laughs> the next step, really. Yeah, because you could... um. In the the you could download mapping tools for Red Alert Two, and there'd be you could just basically take stuff that was not in Red Alert Two at all, and uh, it was stuff that was only in Tiberian Sun, and you could just put Tiberian Sun shit into a Red Alert Two map. And the way the games worked is that when you launched a, a custom game or joined a custom game, it would download the map from that person like P two P style. Like for for a dial up game, dial up internet game is pretty far ahead of its time. <laughs> like, oh, you don't have this map. Well, instead of just kicking you out, we you just download the map from the person hosting the game and then play it. It's cool stuff. Um, let's see what else do we got here? Last of Us Two director says you might not like the game. <laughs> this one I <laughs> this one I found I found funny mostly because um the the writer director. Uh, had said, if you enjoyed the original Last of Us, you might not like the sequel, which makes me wonder, since I didn't enjoy the original Last of Us, will I enjoy the sequel? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Um, <clears throat> moving on here. Uh, supposedly, Dirt 5 can run at 20 F... Uh, 20. Can run at 120 FPS on the Xbox Series X. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, right? It's the thing. And, uh... Along with that, Hellblade 2 will use Unreal Engine 5. And will run at 100,000 FPS. Well, yeah, because it's Unreal Engine 5. <laughs> um, I mean, also not really surprising because you can port up assets from 
Unreal, like the current Unreal to the new one. Yeah. Uh, like I said before, it won't be like probably holistically developed in the new Unreal, but it'll probably have assets from the new Unreal. Yeah. Somewhere. Um, premium headphone makers partner with Xbox for high-end peripherals. Uh, Microsoft announced a partnership with premium audio peripheral manufacturer Bang & Olufsen, who I've never heard of before, uh, to create high-end audio devices for the Xbox and its upcoming Series X next-gen next console. I I can't say I've never heard of this brand before for headphones, but I, I guess I'll take their word for it that they're high-end, which means more than you can afford, pal. Um, this is the last article I had here, but... <laughs> This is really, this is fun. It was a funny headline I saw. Uh, Percy Jackson author wants Disney Plus to play a blank screen for two hours instead of the movie. Um, someone was complaining about something in the movie being censored or something. Um, and they tweeted about it. And he saw the tweet and he replied and said, I don't know, but clearly it's a mistake. They should censor the entire thing. Just two hours of blank screen. Um, cause I guess, uh, it's no secret that, uh, He's not a fan of the way the movies turned the movie turned out, but uh, yeah. But that's uh that's that's all we got for you for news for this week. So we're gonna have to put put a bullet in this episode. Put a bullet in that cast. Which I don't know. Should we? Should we? Is it? Is that too violent right now? <laughs> put a bullet. Probably. In <laughs> but it is a podcast. Yeah, it's not a living creature. It's a episode of a thing that we did, and we're finished with it. Got to put it in the ground. Got to put it out of its misery. This episode, um, yeah, maybe a pause on the bullet in the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> maybe a pause. Um, so we're gonna uh, fuck. What do we do then? How do we end the show? We're gonna put a bullet in. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, no. It's like Dan Harmon up here over. He's like, how do we? How do I end the show? I don't have a. I don't have anyone to pull up on stage. So long and see you next time. Bye. <laughs> hey, so uh, if you want to follow us on our inst our social media, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search for Lake Gaming Arena and you'll find us. Also check out our website, LGA.gg. If you want to email us, email us at social at LGA.gg. Um and on the note of discord we are actually we're going to be switching to a new thing called gilded and we are shiny we have a, a shiny fancy verified badge on 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 gilded we are a verified server there so it's like a new thing it's going to be all the rage all the gamers are going to leave discord and and they're going to join gilded so that's that's the way it's going to go so join us on gilded um, I'm sure we'll by this time this goes up, I'll have a link on the website for that because it's a different thing. I don't know if we have like our own custom URL yet for that. I'm sure we will. Um, but I got to check on that, but yeah, just go to our website. Also go to Twitter. Cause I've put, I've put like a link on Twitter, um, to join. So you can join us on gilded and, uh, hang out with the crew and by the crew, I mean me, <laughs> <laughs> not me marcus is a ghost doesn't exist outside of podcasting I'm hours busy. <laughs> he's busy work. he's too busy playing he's too busy playing games to sit down and talk to you that's that's i gotta make the content yeah, he's he's the talent 
He's the talent of I'm the, the show. I'm the content. Yeah, he's the... I gotta make all the content. He's the content. But, uh, yeah, so we're gonna end the show there. That's all we have for you. Um, and we will see you in the next episode. Peace. Peace.